0: you're listening to guitar goddess radio with azina only on la talk radio
1: Well, welcome to the Guitar Goddess Show. You are in for a treat today. We have the incredibly talented Sarah Lightman here. And Sarah is going to give you guys just a a lot of fun information today. She's from a musical family. She's a graduate of Temple University where she studied musical theater. And today she's here to talk about her new EP and Life on the Road as a Musician. Welcome to the show, Sarah. (laughs) Thank you. It's so exciting to have you here today. You know, you have you're from the East Coast originally, Mm -hmm. and uh, you play guitar, obviously. And what brought you to California? That's a good question. (laughs) 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 To adjust myself for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: So, uh, upon graduating college, I, you know, it's like, where do you go? Where do you go? The world is so big, and all my connections when I was doing acting at the time. we're all going here (laughs) so I thought okay maybe I should consider LA and I made like a checklist and said you know what why not I'm young yeah absolutely (laughs) so I just went and it was really confusing and scary at first (laughs) because it doesn't look anything like Philadelphia (laughs) unless you go downtown and then it kind of does but um and uh it just went and and it just felt like the place to stay so
1: So I stayed. That's cool. That's cool. (laughs) And so, you know, while you were at Temple University, you're studying musical theater, you're acting, you're singing, like Mm -hmm. what took you from focusing on acting into the music? It's actually really interesting. So
2: before I even entered college, Mm -hmm. I was doing the music thing first. Okay, I was all about the voice. But upon college, uh, I didn't know how to turn the singer songwriter thing into a career. And I just, everyone goes to college, so I thought, okay, I guess I should go to college too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what can I do with my voice? So I thought musical theater was a good fit because I, I do like to dance and I like to act, it's fun. Uh, so I thought, okay, maybe maybe this is my path. So I went into that and while it was a lot of fun and everything, um, after it wasn't until after I moved out to LA that I, felt, I just sort of fell back in because I would be between projects and a lot of people write a play and my go-to was i want to make a mashup <laughs> or i want to write a song <laughs> so that's what i did and i would release it on soundcloud and mm-hmm. they didn't sound too good back then <laughs> 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 they sounded really fun though um and then uh, uh youtube and uh it just kind of kept doing that on the side and I, I i did make uh, one new media short at one time right before i quit but i was so into music by that point it mm-hmm. just it felt like the right thing to let go of the acting and just focus on the singer-songwriter thing.
1: That's cool. And, yeah. and you know, you're from a musical family. Your dad is a, a recording artist mm-hmm. and your cousin is also a recording artist. So was that, did they influence you in any way towards going back into the music or? Um, Interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> interestingly enough, when I was younger and I,
2: I had, you know, some insecurities, I thought, oh, well, we already have a singer-songwriter in the family. And <laughs> uh, my cousin Toby Lightman does all this stuff. Maybe I should do the acting thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then with my dad, um, unfortunately my dad had passed away when I was um, pretty young, like four, 14 or so. And mm-hmm. he was inspiring to a point. Um, but I, I think partly because he passed away, I didn't know quite how to steer it So I just Mm sort of went off of, well, my cousin's a singer, so Mm -hmm. maybe I should act. So um, yes and no, uh, inspiring in a way where their sounds have inspired me, Mm -hmm. uh, their tone. Uh, I used to listen to both of them, like I'd be showering and singing and no one knew what I was singing (laughs) (laughs) in college and harmonizing with them in the shower. Um, So I would imitate their sounds and just sort of embellish them. So they have inspired me in the sound Um, style way but Mm -hmm. not in the towards the direction of career way if that makes sense
1: yes absolutely that totally makes sense are there any other singers like you know outside of your family that you look to and would say they inspired me to to push forward with the music um
2: in terms of that I think a lot of it was Mm self-motivation but there are some local singers in LA I remember the moment when I I made I, I it came to my head I should be doing this was um it's a local artist, Dylan Dumlap. He was playing in Crave Cafe and oh, yeah. he was playing something so beautiful and I was like, Oh my god, this is what I should be doing. This yeah. is that was like the moment. So, um I'm seeing him play on Friday. Uh so I, I'd say like he's a, a local inspiration, but mm-hmm. still equally um valuable I think. Um other singers I would say. Um Sarah Brawls has always been a big mm-hmm. inspiration, um, because uh, she while she's with a label she's very much this is me mm-hmm. and take it or leave it and I, I really like that and respect that
1: absolutely and you know I find that as an artist you know paving your own way and trying to find your sound is really important and that's something that you've done really well Thanks. you know you know when <laughs> I when I met you I'm like oh yeah you know all of it made sense you know sometimes you meet artists and you listen to their music and you look at them and you're like uh, there's a disconnect <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know you've you've seemed to at a very early age figured out like what your vein is in music and, and you're doing quite well with that and you know you're also doing some busking so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: so upon getting serious about the singer-songwriter thing yeah. um my producer and my boyfriend um Adjusting myself again. <laughs> this is just gonna I be know an ongoing seats, thing. These seats
1: are big. These seats are are, are, are like man size. Right, They're not and really goddess like, size. Where do I go? Yeah, you could fit like two of us. It, actually, we could use Yay. one chair. You or
2: know, one and a half. <laughs> one and a half, right?
1: <laughs>
2: um, uh yeah oh, uh, where was i um busking <laughs> right busking. street performing How did we start doing this? so i he was saying i <laughs> should just performing. go do it <laughs> and uh um and i was like you're crazy okay i'll try it because i'm i try to be as open-minded as i can because yeah. uh, my past self and younger self was always second guessing and now i'm just thinking just go do it and if it i fail i fail and then i at least i know i tried so i so i did it and it, um it felt really good. The first time I had a lot of friends show up to support me, to support that this is on the path. Yeah. And uh, strangers would walk by, and it was like a cold, windy, windy night in <laughs> Burbank. And uh, I only got $3, but $3 to me was like a million dollars. Yeah. And uh, uh, people would pass by and smile, and um, I, just, I felt that I affected them in a positive way that I felt I could do for the rest of my life. So...
1: You know, I love that because... And I love that you said that you only got $3 because <laughs> <laughs> when you're busking, like I think when you do it the first time, you have this idea like either you're going to get nothing or you're going to get like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you know? There's no in between. Yeah, you know, it's but a it's, gamble. It <laughs> is a gamble, but you know, it takes so much courage to go out mm-hmm. and do it, you know, and to perform. And I love that you had friends show up as well because mm-hmm. that's really... I, w- I was too embarrassed to call my friends and let them know that, <laughs> that I, what I was doing. You know, but, and, but I love that. I love that you... Set yourself up to have a support system, mm-hmm. you know, even going at this for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that's so key. And I think that as artists, you know, sometimes you go and you do things as the lone ranger. And um, community is really, really key and very important. So I applaud you for that. That was really smart <laughs> to, like, call your friends and, like, you know, you guys, you don't have to put any money in the bucket, but just come and hang Yeah, with <laughs> it's
2: Just like, uh, this is a party. Why not? Yeah, exactly. And what was their response? Um... Well, they told me what songs that they really liked. Okay. Um and uh they just smi- they kept smiling at me to make sure I, you know, wouldn't pee my pants <laughs> as I did. <laughs> so uh that was really helpful, just that they, they gave me a very positive, calm vibe just going we're here we're not leaving doesn't matter if you mess up or mm. sing out a tune or faint or anything we'll <laughs> stay <laughs> so that was very helpful and I, I felt I felt very very strong
1: doing it that's that's really brilliant and you know and as you continued on doing it like mm-hmm. how did you feel like i always imagine because i've only done busking a handful of times and i'm just going to be honest like the first time i think i got like some change and i ended up giving it away and the next few times i did it i got a few bucks but for me i didn't feel confident enough to keep going Mm -hmm. so i really honor Mm -hmm. you know musicians who can keep at it Mm -hmm.
2: yeah i think there's such a negative connotation that goes to our mind like uh thinking oh they must be really troubled and they they have to play on the street (laughs) so that that that's always i feel the first hurdle to get past is like is uh i was i guess i was raised to believe that the best people were not on the street but coming here in la where people play music everywhere Mm -hmm. and they just there's there's no shame um i I got past it Mm -hmm. and um yeah, so I uh, I think what kept me going ultimately, though, is I'm actually a very, very shy person. <laughs> so when I perform, it's actually not for me. <laughs> it's actually for the audience. I actually don't like the spotlight, I guess. I mean, it's fun being on a radio show, <laughs> and it's fun to talk and, and everything, and get to know people. But I'm very shy, so it was a, a the biggest hurdle was being able to just continuously connect and remain present with everybody. Because, and I still um, it's that's my daily challenge is uh, being able to connect with them, even if my eyes are closed, to reach them emotionally. Um, so that was my biggest hurdle, but that actually motivated me to
1: keep doing it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, is, and you're working on so many different projects right now. Mm-hmm. We have your new EP, which we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk a little bit about your songwriting process. Okay. You know, how how do songs come to you? Do they come, you know, does the melody come first? Does the, the lyric comes first? Do you have to experience something? Tell us a little bit about your songwriting process. It's very interesting you say all those things because everything <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, and pretty much everything. Um, Uh, some, when I was in high school, I would just write lyrics to a cadence Mm -hmm. and then it would just stay as lyrics and there would be almost no melody. Um, and, but now, um, I would say sometimes both come together at once. I just, I am a crazy person. I hear things in my head and I just go with it. Sometimes I have a musician playing a beat. My friend Omar, who plays drums with me, Mm -hmm. plays a beat. And uh, then I'm like, okay. And I just like let it in and feel it and the vibe. Um, sometimes uh, I have a guitar playing in the background. Um, and sometimes uh, I do come up across something in my life that goes, wow, I should really write a song about this. And then I put it, I write it down. And sometimes if I'm in the moment where I can write it right now, mm-hmm. I write it. And then if not, I, I leave it off till later. And then I start brainstorming at that, at that date and time. And That's kind of where I go from there.
1: So it's a combination of things. (laughs) That's neat. And do you have a daily like um, regimen that you use? Do you write every day? Do you get up and you're like, okay, first thing I'm gonna write or what, what is your process? Um, interesting. Uh, <laughs> everything is interesting. Uh, <laughs> I ask really weird questions. I, <laughs>
2: well, I, I, cause it's, it's, I feel like I should be a celebrity answering you it. You are a celebrity. I, yes, I'm a celebrity. You're a goddess. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I actually make a to-do list that I modify over time. My to-do list for the week and then what what I want to get accomplished within a month. And I I literally write it down and I modify it over time. And uh, I used to be a perfectionist where everything had to be done perfectly and every day. And now I give myself permission to go, okay, I didn't get this done today, but I can get it done tomorrow. I have enough time. So um, in terms of songwriting, I try to songwrite or or edit a song um, at least once a week. been trying to do it a lot more um since uh i've been starting to do the street performing almost full time mm-hmm. so um i've been having more time now which is awesome and i i feel really lucky to be able to do that because not everybody can do that um so uh it's it's either writing a song editing a song or going into the studio and modifying a song or just putting it down and seeing what it sounds like and, like and uh what we can just go from there. So I do that. I also, I continuously uh, try to learn covers. Um, I have a huge list <laughs> of like Spotify lists of what to listen to uh-huh. of uh, a lot of them are suggestions from fans too. I, uh-huh. I try to take in what they what they tell me to and if I feel something, I'll, I'll learn it. If I don't, I'll just listen to it just out of respect for the fan because I, I do think that every person is valuable to some degree um so but it also helps my songwriting process to listen to the more styles that you can you're like wow i never heard it that way Mm -hmm. does that work for my music so you just you just try Mm -hmm. trial and error you know yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah (laughs) exactly exactly that's really cool
1: yeah and you know talking about this whole organization of street performing Mm -hmm. writing and recording and collaborating with other people like how do you market yourself as an artist okay you know you've got you've got your performances here you've got just a lot going on like yeah. how do you market all of that and build your <laughs> fan base um
2: well in terms of that uh i of course everybody uses social media now yeah. um but i have um i have a logo um that has my face I had I had it designed actually by a former coworker who was very good at drawing and I wanted to inspire him to keep keep at it Aww. so so I hired him to design it and it's my face but it's like a cartoon version so it doesn't look exactly like me <laughs> um, and then it has my sunglasses blue in the background um, and the reason I thought about it is there's so many singers songwriters and artists out there and it's easy to just get it get it mixed up with somebody else um, but I, I think the best way is to brand yourself in a specific way that's you, but also what people see you as, too. Because with the sunglasses, I uh, the red ones, uh, I don't even know why I keep getting red sunglasses, but I literally got this pair at a you know where you get a raffle at a at a car yeah thing and it's it, it's like you get a fr- free something with it right. so one of them was sunglasses said okay i'll take the sunglasses i just lost mine because mm-hmm. i lose my sunglasses all the time <laughs> <laughs> and they were red and then uh, they eventually broke because they're you know really cheap they're they look just like this and um someone said where's your sunglasses your red sunglasses I don't know. I lost them. They're just sunglasses. Yeah. They they got me another pair <laughs> and then uh then my mom got me a pair. Now I have like three pairs. My boyfriend got me a pair from Paris. It's crazy. Just in all red. Right. Wow. Uh, so I so obviously I think the universe is saying that uh uh that red is a very strong expression of me being an artist and some Way so I thought the sunglasses were a great idea to represent myself. Um, There's an artist called Bright Lights. She wears a purple wig, Mm -hmm. and she wears it. She always wears something purple all the time. I thought I should do that. So the sunglasses were like, kind of like what I thought of. So, Um, so that's part of the logo um, and and how I market myself. Um, the blue in the logo actually, uh, represents my, uh, Luna guitar that mm-hmm. I don't play as often anymore, but, uh, but my brother got it for me a while ago, uh, just a little bit before college. And I, I started street performing with that. And when I wouldn't play with it, people say, where'd it go? <laughs> <Do> <laughs> they you still it. have it. <laughs> and I I said yeah of course I have it it's just it's a big guitar so when you're standing for hours you want something a little smaller so um so I I wanted to include that that color into it I feel like these two are my color schemes the red and the blue to some extent so so yeah that's sort of how I've been marketing myself and the logo is the biggest one, I think. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah,
1: I love that. I love the red sunglasses, mm-hmm. and that the universe just kept going. Here's another pair. And yeah, here's another pair, and here's another. You're like, no, no, I'm good. No, but here's another. pair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I literally had three in
1: the car the other day. My boyfriend gets in, he's why are
2: there so many pairs? I don't know. <laughs> they're just there. You need them.
1: We need different pair anyways. Are they all the exact same style? Or they're they not. Yeah, um,
2: see? Two of them are the cheapy yeah. pair. Like, this is, again, this is a Fiat pair, mm-hmm. just like the oh, ones I had. Driving the
1: Fiat car. Yeah, you I don't up. have one, but, you know,
2: <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, the ones from Paris are more of an aviators, uh-huh. and they're a little bit more sturdy. And I wear. I try not to wear those out because they're more valuable.
1: Yeah, so yeah. I
2: wear them when I play in house gigs instead. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And
1: you mentioned your blue Luna guitar. Yes. Like tell me about your, your guitars that you play. What's your
2: Okay. Well the guitar that I play now mm-hmm. most mostly is my sawtooth. It's a parlor guitar so it's smaller, it's lighter, I'm a small person mm-hmm. so when I street perform and when I play gigs, it's just easier for my wrist and my arm to just move and to carry it's still a really beautiful guitar doesn't stand out and stop traffic like the (laughs) luna but you know um so i i enjoy the sawtooth i don't know how old it is uh it was found in a pawn shop just someone turned it in the day before it was maybe less than a hundred bucks because they probably didn't know where it came from either and it just sounded so beautiful that you know it had to be taken home, so I play that mostly. Um, uh, there is one company when I was at uh, Nam uh, last year that I really, actually, um, I really thought it was. A very cool, modern, forward-thinking company, which was the Riversong Guitars.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the uh, the neck on the guitar is adjustable. Oh, you can adjust it. You can what? adjust the action. Yeah, there's also a hole up top. Yeah, so you can hear yourself better. So you're not like, Whoa. oh, nice. <laughs> so,
1: uh, um, oh, I gotta check that. Yeah, out.
2: the concert one is the one that I like. Okay. So whenever a fairy godmother gives me the money to go get one <laughs> <laughs> or something, I will I will totally support the company. Yeah. So um, that's definitely one that I'm looking forward to getting into. And then I grew up with Martin guitars because mm-hmm. my dad, he had a lot of guitars. <laughs> yeah. And one of them that uh, uh, he played with a pink polka dot strap. What? Yeah. Oh, I want to see that. He's so <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. Yeah, send me a picture. I want to <laughs> um, see that. It's a Martin guitar. And it just, Martins have such a warm sound. Yes. And they're so well known that like everybody wants one eventually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um that's definitely another uh guitar company that I highly respect. So And what about pedals? Do you use pedals and I don't yeah. use pedals. I'm still kinda scared to use them because it's like <laughs> press, right, play. Okay, I had to press it again or right. it's gonna keep going. <laughs> but I definitely uh will definitely break out of my comfort zone and
1: start trying one at least yeah just to like see where it goes Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know so and what about amps any amps that you yeah i have
2: uh i currently have a sweetwater amp oh Um, nice yeah (laughs) uh uh i had two very very kind and loving uh donors who uh i was having amp trouble with the cube that i had i put it in for repairs and it took a little bit longer and i needed to go out and play again um so they're like why don't i just you know get you an amp because I'm investing in your music and nice. I was like wow that's incredibly nice of you okay so wow. um so uh they so they said just pick out whatever amp so of course I got the sound engineer on board mm-hmm. and um and we picked out the sweet water and it's really it's a really great amp because while it's even though it's really big it's a lot bigger than the cube um it fills. Um, majority of where I play. So I could play in a venue and it fills the whole room. I can play at Universal and it fills the whole fountain court. Mm -hmm, It could, mm -hmm. it could fill like the Starbucks area without any problem. Um, The sound is just, is really good. So I enjoy using it.
1: (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. Now, we've been talking about the making of the music (laughs) and the instruments to to use the music. Let's talk a little bit about your new EP, Fear. Okay. So (laughs) tell us how it came to be, and then we want to play one of the songs from it.
2: Okay. Um, So uh, Fear, uh, the album, uh, actually came, uh, Fear the song, which is the song that we're going to be playing Mm -hmm. from Fear, Mm -hmm. um, was actually something I wrote for a vlog. And the time signature was actually different before it was on this album. Ah. It was in 3-4 before, Okay, and it needed to be modified because <laughs> that's what happens over time. Yes. And uh, when I wrote it, I, it was after I had moved to L.A., and I had been a very codependent person at the time, and uh, I went from a, a very heartbreaking codependent relationship that had broken off upon moving to just find my way out through the world and... You know, going from a roommate to living alone and just adjusting in and the way I found the ground and the way I surprised myself, even though, of course, my mom is probably thinking right now you could have done it (laughs) any time. So uh, so I chose to write the song to share my wisdom with people going, wow, you know, the things that you're really afraid of um, or the things that you think that you can't do, you actually can do as long as it isn't hurting anybody else Absolutely. so um so so the song is actually about myself and i let's just play it and i don't want to over
1: explain it all right <laughs> fear by sarah lightman here we go
3: there's something i'm feeling i see the room spinning and i can't remember how to breathe i don't Chasing so I can be free.
1: was great
2: yeah um my favorite part about uh the track is that the violin that you're hearing on is actually my cousin jonathan russell and um he's like a crazy child prodigy and uh, he's kind of graduated into more than that now but um i uh, when i when we were producing it i thought we need violin we need Mm -hmm. wait we should get my cousin so he (laughs) lives in new york so when he happened to fly in uh um you know i let him stay at my house and he said okay i'll play for free (laughs) (laughs) and then i bought him some in and out and you know yeah because he's he's never had it before (laughs) until now okay so now uh, he's addicted now he has it and he likes it and so so he's playing on it and it's just it's just perfect i couldn't i couldn't have
1: imagined anything more than what i already have yeah (laughs) it's great it's Mm -hmm. it's Wonderful, I was very surprised with the violin when it came in I'm like, oh wow, this g- it gave a whole nother dimension mm-hmm. to the song, and it was really great. I love the lyrics. the lyrics are very empowering mm. and inspiring, and uh, I just feel like you know keep going with this. This Thank is really you know fantastic and and I love that you were writing about fear because I feel like a lot of people." have these gifts that are Mm -hmm. hidden Mm -hmm. and you know part of the reason of the show is to shed a light on all of the wonderful female musicians Mm -hmm. in the world and all of the work that you're doing which is so powerful Mm -hmm. and i'm just so proud of you and so happy and and i love (laughs) this project and i love the song and you know i just I just I'm just happy right now (laughs) because it's such a it's such a great song that needed to be written you know and you said you wrote it about yourself but everybody can relate you know Mm -hmm. to being afraid you know going out on the road being a musician Mm -hmm. you know staying safe and let's circle back about that like how Mm -hmm. do you stay safe on the road you know there's a lot to um being a woman and Mm -hmm. being a musician and you're out doing street performing you're also going to gigs Mm -hmm. and venues and things and you also have to stay healthy you know so let's talk a little bit about all of that okay
0: (laughs) well
2: aside from carrying pepper spray i actually gave that (laughs) away at the
1: airport because i forgot
2: to take it out of my purse (laughs) oh but it's okay i'll get a new one because the girl needed it she's like can i use this yeah Yeah, (laughs) i said okay sure i don't want it to go to waste so um i mostly play a lot of local gigs here because i'm trying to build my following Mm -hmm. and then expand but um uh and on the east coast it's usually around family so i'm a little safer i guess for those gigs at the moment could change i guess um so um yeah uh so when in terms of being safe and remaining safe um I, i used to be very passive towards especially men who you know think they have permission when you're just being polite, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then my voice teacher actually inspired me. She said, "You know, you can you can be you can choose to be the victim or let them know that it's not in the cards." And she says uh, during a gig, she literally in uh, what Japan or China, someone fell on her boobs or something, what? and she literally flipped out on them to make them go away. She said, "You have to be crazy sometimes." Yeah. <laughs> so like you see, there you're gonna be taken control by a crazy person, or you gotta be the crazy person to push them away. So I really thought that was very inspiring and I don't do that per se, Mm -hmm. but I definitely put up like a wall of, if I I can't tell if the person is gonna be, uh, if their vibe is a little mixed, Mm -hmm. sometimes I wait a little bit to give them eye contact or I do, but then I go right back to looking somewhere else because um, the per, uh, it, it holds off the permission that they think that they may have because my music is very warm and inviting too. So mm-hmm. it's also another, it's a double-edged sword in a way. So um, that's definitely one, one thing that I do when I'm street performing. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of uh, gigs, I haven't had too many issues as of yet playing in venues, but um, usually I would tell the bartender or If there's security, I'll tell security about it immediately if I have an issue, um, anything like that. But I think just your body language will say a lot to that person, too, because if you're if you're in your head, you're thinking, you know, um, like I I respect you and thank you for listening. But also, you know, um, I'm here and you're over there and you're going to stay over there. (laughs) I think people do get a pretty good message. But if they aren't, there's I always
1: just use the resources around me. That's very smart. That's very smart. And staying healthy. You know, you and I talked a little bit (laughs) before about we have allergies in common. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't really think about that being a a singer Mm -hmm. songwriter, but it's really important. So Talk a little bit about your allergies and, you know, how you're staying healthy with mm-hmm. them and how that affects you as a musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have a couple things. Okay. I also
2: have a I have celiac disease, so I can't eat gluten. So um, remaining gluten free, I know whenever when I start touring regularly is going to be a challenge. It's going to be a lot of salad, but that's kind of okay, you know? (laughs) 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 But luckily, I think the world is opening up to the point where there's going to be enough options by the time I'm regularly going out there all the time. Um, But in terms of the allergies... uh, I started doing allergy shots mm-hmm. I heard that they were uh, I just started doing them yesterday so okay. I can't give you strong <laughs> reviews yet but um, but I, I know when I go out when I play outside with especially within hay fever season mm-hmm. within an hour I can't breathe out of my nose which cuts off you know the higher part of my range the music- musicians you know what I'm talking about Absolutely. so it's like it's like chest voice and then like my throat and then I like Get to my nose and it cuts it off here. <laughs> so, um, so I was just like, oh my goodness, I need to do something. But I didn't want to take medication for the rest of my life. I believe that the body should be able to fix itself. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, so I went to the doctor and I just I told him I actually don't even have a sense of smell right now because they were so bad in Philly that. It just went away, and he said, of course you can get your sense of smell back. You're broken. Let's fix you, okay? Mm-hmm. So he sent me to the allergist down the hall, and she did a skin test, and we did blood tests, and uh, found out I was allergic to everything pretty much in the air, <laughs> 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 and dogs, and cats, and I have a cat, and I still love her, and I'm not giving her up no matter what. So <laughs> uh, so then she said, you, we can do the shots, and she has a daughter who has worse allergies than me. Like, She's alert to like 47th things crazy and um, she's been doing them she said it's been helping her I said well if they can help her they've got to help me so um, I don't know if I highly recommend them yet because (laughs) I just started but yeah I do the shots every other day Mm -hmm. and it's basically you give yourself what you're allergic to and there's different levels to build up your immunity to the point where you're not allergic to it to it anymore because your body is able to handle it. So, yeah. Sign me up for that. Right.
1: You know, as a a singer and musician as mm -hmm. well, you know, touring, especially when you're performing at high altitudes, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like you can't breathe. Yeah. You know, I I was booked one time to go out of the country to do a gig outside, a really Mm -hmm. big gig Mm -hmm. outside, and I could barely breathe. And at the time, I didn't know anything about the shots and all that sort of thing so this is i love how healthcare is shifting mm. you know to give us options yeah. Well like you you know taking the shots yes you mm-hmm. just started it but just that there are options, options. out there Other and that's wh- why i want yeah. exactly that's why i wanted to talk to mm-hmm. you about it because you know i know we're not the only two musicians in the world <laughs> that have allergies and have had gigs yeah. where you're like oh, i can yeah <laughs> you 're just sneezing nonstop. exactly, and your eyes are all puffy, yeah. and you know they think you're high, and it 's yeah. like, no, these are allergies, yeah, and i 've lost my
2: voice because of it, yeah. you know, so it's 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 definitely dire to take care of,
1: <laughs> yes, you have to take care of yourself, there are options yeah. out there mm-hmm. um. And physically, how do you stay active? You know, um,
2: well, I do a lot of yoga. Okay, um, Yay. <laughs> because uh, I also have anxiety because anxiety runs in my family too. Allergies and all and musicians, I've never met yeah. a musician that didn't have some right. sort of anxiety. It's just kind of yeah. The with. music is that channel to help with the anxiety yes so um (laughs) so i uh so the yoga really helps me connect my body and mind because sometimes you're not mentally experiencing anxiety but your body is showing something Mm -hmm. so for me it, it helps connect the both and then Um, Also, because my brain does have a lot of energy, um, it does help to learn how to focus and channel it, because it helps with my performance, but also as a person, just to have a conversation and listen to someone, because when your anxiety is going, your mind's there, and their mind's there, and you're just you feel really bad and you're just trying to <laughs> listen and be a good person. So, um, so I do a lot of yoga. I try to do the love and kindness medication, meditation. Med- yes. And, um, uh, I've just started doing the love and kindness meditation and I, I think that it helps. Um, and then sometimes, uh, I, I just started meeting up a friend th- with a friend in the park
1: to do some yoga. So
2: nice. that's
1: also inspiring when you grab a little buddy and go. Exactly. It's a lot of fun. Although I wonder how is, the, how are the allergies in the park with the yoga?
0: Um,
2: that day <laughs> I took allergy medication. Okay, there you go. There you go.
1: So, <laughs>
2: so it wasn't too bad other than, like, itchiness from touching the grass. Yeah, yeah. So um, other than that, it was okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. But um, other than that, I mean, go to the beach if your allergies are really bad. The yeah. sea salt and the water definitely oh, helps so with
0: good. the sand.
1: So good.
2: Yeah. yeah <laughs> but it's it. hard to balance on the sand. <laughs> It like is. i would fall over if i ever did it there but maybe <laughs> that'll be a challenge for the future
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love it well we're. i want to talk to you about this okay. next track which is called home mm-hmm. and this is one of your
2: newer ones correct it is uh finally done with production it'll be released soon we're also in talks of making an awesome music video and i'm very excited about putting that together and um yeah, uh, home is something that I wrote a couple months ago while moving. It was my boyfriend because when you're an adult and you're a little kid and you imagine oh this is what life is gonna be like <laughs> and then i'm gonna do this and this and it's gonna look like this and it doesn't look anything like that It never so does, right? my anxiety which came into play during that time <laughs> i was like well i should write about this so <laughs> so i did and um i hope you guys enjoy it
1: all right this is home by hmm? sarah lightman <laughs>
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: different sound for you (laughs) i love it
2: yeah uh upon uh you know finding i i I think feel like i found my sound vocally as an artist in terms of style it's always just evolving and Mm -hmm. uh, i feel that uh my sound is kind of going in it's pop definitely Mm -hmm. but it's more of like a rooted pop soul folk kind of a Mm -hmm. sound Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's the direction it's definitely going to be continuing um I will say I know you guys probably heard some voices that didn't sound like me <laughs> <Yes. in> that. <laughs> um so uh, we had a couple friends come on it uh, my friend uh, uh, he's known as the James Pearson um, Jimmy came on it and then another friend Leo she's from New York she came on it and we just wanted some really soulful sound um, and just some friends to get together and make something really good. And I'm all about, you know, as I rise, I want my friends to rise with me because how else are they going to open for me? And how am I going to open for them? You know, so, um, yeah. So
1: yeah, so I'm, I'm really happy with the way that came out. I love the way it turned out. I was really surprised. Like when it started, I was like, whoa, this is totally different from the first track. Like this is great, you know, to show your versatility as Mm -hmm. an artist. and, And that's, One of the great things about being indie Mm -hmm. is that you get to, you know, do all these different styles Mm -hmm. and and just really express yourself in uh, whatever vein. Mm -hmm. And I just love that you you did this. You know, these songs are two totally different sounds. And, you know, the first one, we had lots of violin. This one Mm -hmm. we've got, you know, Leo and and um, did you say Jimmy, Jimmy Pierce? And then (laughs) it's
2: uh, the James person, but I call him Jimmy because he's my friend. I love it. I love
1: it. (laughs) So, yeah, this is a lot of fun. And, you know, I want you to come back to the show again, you know, and (laughs) let us know how we can continue to support us and tell everybody how they can stay in touch with you.
0: Okay.
2: Well, I have a website. uh, It's sarah-lightman.com because there's a Sarah Lightman in England who took my name, but Uh that's fine. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's really okay. So sarah-lightman.com. And um, I will say also right now, I do have a promotional thing on the website. If you go to the media part, Um, we didn't play it, but Boarding Flight 128 is available for free download. So grab your computer and download it for free no strings attached um, I, I'm also all over social media Facebook Twitter Instagram SoundCloud YouTube um, I'm also uh, if you guys like iTunes and Amazon and all that good stuff I'm pretty much on every major music selling platform because you have to be because you don't know where anybody wants to buy their music or just listen to it. So you can also listen to my full album on YouTube, too, if you like YouTube a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Spotify, Pandora, all that good stuff. So you can find me there. Um, My email, uh, you can either find it on my website on the contact spot or if you can sound it out from this, it's lightman.sarah at (laughs) gmail.com. And um or you can just find me street performing on the City Walk or in downtown Burbank and that's pretty much it.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. And how often are you on the City Walk?
2: Um, well this month because of Halloween Horror Nights and yes. it's my first month with them. Very excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh my first <laughs> night was last night. Okay. and It oh, was congrats. incredible. <laughs> Very warm welcoming. Um uh, Stuart, the guy who's in charge of everything, he's such a sweetheart and I look forward to growing and working with him. And um, uh, usually about three to four times a month from what it's looking like so far. Okay. But for this for this month, uh, I'll be there the, the 17th at night from 6 to 10, and the 30th right before Halloween, 6 to 10. Uh, but again, my website also says all of this <laughs> on, under the shows along with everything else that I'm doing. So feel free to check it out.
1: Well, awesome. You have been just an incredible guest, and you're so generous. You're offering everyone... The opportunity to get a free download on yeah. your website <laughs> of uh boarding flight 128. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to ask you. You know, I was just gonna wrap up and let you go, but I need to. <laughs> <laughs> it's burning question. Two hour like, show. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> two hour part two. Um, tell me about boarding flight one twenty eight. Okay, I, I got it. The I gotta, name. Okay, yeah. yeah, the last, the last story. Then I promise, I'll let That's you go. That's totally I <laughs> fine. I
2: can. I I have time. Okay. Okay. Um, so uh, for boarding flight one twenty eight, when I was, uh, uh, it was the second one that I co writing. Um, off the EP. The first co-write is Someday, which we didn't play, but you can check it out online. And um, Boarding Flight 128, I wrote it because during that point, that was right when I met my boyfriend and after dealing with the co- codependency part of myself and healing from that, of course you become the exact opposite extreme, which is very independent <laughs> and like, get away from me. And who are you? What friends? I don't need friends. <laughs> Any or Because I just, uh, I, when I first moved here, I just had a lot of interactions uh, with people that just thought it was this way and it ended up being something else uh, in a negative way. So I was very guarded and I was very much not myself in the best version I would say because you're always yourself Mm -hmm. um so I wrote the song because it was about it was the the first time in a very long time where I was able to be my full self and like you know uh he wasn't running
1: (laughs) (laughs) and you weren't running
2: and I wasn't (laughs) running either (laughs) and I was able to be myself in a way that I didn't know was possible Mm. so I felt that especially as a woman and I'm tired of people saying women are crazy because we're crazy but literally every human on the planet is crazy we're very strange (laughs) I mean animals don't we're all animals, but cats and dogs don't go on
1: radio shows like this.
2: No, they don't.
1: <laughs> there would be a very short show.
2: if They probably did no. They go
0: ball, hands. and then there's <laughs> yeah. the dog, and the cat would be you know
1: playing with these. and right. You would know, be upside down playing. Yeah, with chewing their head- on it. Yeah, it would it. <laughs> just be a very short show. <laughs> so,
2: so it, it's it's really it's it's to inspire all humans that you know. I think that we. I think the more that we are full self. Um, you know, it might start a revolution, a tiny revolution or maybe a big one, but I think it'll be going a positive direction because I think that we should be able to live in a society where we are embraced for the things that um, that are our
1: qualities and our quirks. Absolutely. Well said. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. For sure. <laughs> Everyone, please visit Sarah lightmancom dot com and download The the single that she's so generously donating to to us, giving to us, Boarding Flight 128. Make sure you follow her on social media. She's everywhere on social media. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all is Sarah-Lightman, is that the... Sarah-Lightman is just the site. It's just Sarah-Lightman for the other stuff. Oh, good. You got it for the others. Yes, I did. I beat her. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. it. All right, so you got it. Sarah-Lightman on social, all over social And uh, make sure you also check out guitargoddess.com. Sign up for our newsletter where you will get an opportunity to win one of the CDs from Sarah Lightman and also to find out about all of our incredible guests and everything that's happening in Guitar Goddess land. So visit guitargoddess.com for updates and to join our newsletter. Until next time, you guys stay tuned and keep rocking. We'll be back here next week, same time. All right, ciao.
0: You're listening to Guitar Goddess Radio with Azina, only on L.A. Talk Radio.